0: From Odyssey, I'm Lauren Barry, and this is the On Deadline podcast, where we unpack the headlines you've heard from our radio newsrooms across the country. On Deadline today, we're wishing you good luck if you're traveling for the holidays via skies or via the roads. Both may be unfriendly. Forecasts from AAA show that more than 55 million Americans will be heading somewhere this Thanksgiving holiday weekend. NBC News says that includes a record number of people who will be flying this week. The Transportation Security Administration expects to screen 30 million passengers from November 17th through November 28th, the most ever. And once you get where you're going, there's the trip home. The Sunday after Thanksgiving is expected to be the busiest day of the weekend, with an estimated 2.9 million passengers taking to the skies. TSA says it's prepared for the hordes, but they'll have to forgive those of us who are a little anxious about how everything will shake out. Past experience, after all, is the best predictor of future outcomes. And many of us know what it's like to dine on giant airport pretzels while waiting hours during a flight delay. To share more about what Thanksgiving travelers can expect, AAA's Elizabeth Carey joined Odyssey.
1: At the airport, you go this week. How different is it than normal when you're talking Thanksgiving week and, you know, maybe specifically the busy, busy days like, Wednesday, Because especially here in Buffalo, we're used to getting to the airport. I mean, it's it's really leisurely, right, Uh, to be able to go in, walk through security. You're not really waiting in a long line, if any, at all. How does that change this week?
2: Yeah, Thanksgiving's a really unique holiday because it's all about one day. Everyone wants to get together with their friends, their family, their loved ones for that feast. So it's all focused around one day, whereas like Christmas, New Year's Eve, it's spread out over that week or two. So with Thanksgiving, so many people want to get there. They want to be there for that Thanksgiving dinner. So we start to see a lot of people start traveling midweek. So, you know, Wednesday being the traditional busiest day at the airport. This year, uh, AAA data shows a lot of people are going to try and head out on Tuesday as well to try and beat that rush. Isn't it best, though, to schedule a flight early in the morning in case it gets delayed or canceled, that you'd have another chance? Yeah, that's your best bet because, you know, it's like sometimes a domino effect. One thing happens, it leads to another, and uh, there could be a hiccup of of delays throughout the day. So it is best to get up early, uh, get to the airport early, and take that morning flight to avoid any trouble.
1: Don't have to worry about being late at least. You know, you might still have the headache of waiting in line and all the other things that people don't exactly like to do. In terms of cost, is there, like, time when you are maybe a last-minute traveler, How much more are you spending? Or are there ever last-minute deals?
2: There's really not last-minute deals when it comes to airfare. Uh, What happens is they set prices for seats, and there's so many cheap seats, and then medium-price seats, and then higher-price seats, and the cheap ones always go first. So most likely when you're traveling, especially around holiday time, all those cheap seats are going to be scooped up already. So uh, there is a chance you could fly at off times and maybe save some money there. But airfare is still up this year, even though we've seen hotel prices come down, rental prices come down. Airfare is still up about 5% compared to last year. So unfortunately, there's not too many deals to be had there unless there's a sale now and then and you catch it at the right time. Isn't Thanksgiving Day itself one of the best days to travel because it's so quiet? That, so they say yes because so many people want to be at their spot and be ready for that feast that they want to be in place before Thanksgiving and we do see um, a lot of times cheaper prices and less congestion if people are willing to travel, you know, Thanksgiving Day itself. But again, you run that risk of a possible delay and missing dinner. I remember talking to you recently, the last couple of months, about a travel scam in which frantic travelers try calling an airline when their flight gets delayed or canceled, but they actually don't reach the airline because they're Googling it. They Call, you know, a scammer. And I heard just last week that this has happened again. It's still a thing. Right. When you're under pressure in an airport and you're like, oh my goodness, I need to reach Southwest or American or my airline, you school Google it real quick and these websites pop up. It looks legitimate. And you're under stress at an airport and you're like, here's the number I call. And they're like, oh, okay, just give us your credit card number and we'll move your flight. And next thing you know, you realize, I wasn't even speaking to someone from an airline, and it's a scam. So before you travel, make sure you have your airline's phone number. Download your airline's app so you can get the phone number from there so you know it's legitimate, so you know you're speaking to a source or go, if you're at the airport, to the kiosk where you can talk to someone, a representative from your airline.
1: Well, for everyone who doesn't fly somewhere, a lot of people are driving, too. uh, And, you know, gas prices, are. you feel like they could be worse, right, if you think about this time last year?
2: Yeah, they're definitely down. Prices have been coming down every single week. So right now, the national average is down about 36 cents from last year. We saw a big dip across the board this morning when we checked gas prices. So Buffalo's still at uh, 368. But we have to think these prices are down considerably from last year, almost 20, 25 cents. So some savings there, nothing that's going to break the bank as far as filling up the tank when so many people are driving to their destinations, about 49 million people expected to get behind the wheel, and and it travels up across the board for people flying, driving, and also cruising as well.
0: Lower airline fares and less-than-premium prices at the pump are driving the holiday travel surge. Gas prices are 20 cents cheaper per gallon than they were just a month ago, with the national average at $3.30 as of this recording. Drivers can use that extra cheddar to buy road snacks to pack along with their patients. And for those braving the airport, that upswing is being driven by lower prices as well. Pardon the pun. Thanksgiving flights are averaging $248 for domestic round trips, according to the flight tracking site Hopper. That's down from $271 last year and $276 in 2019. Kyle Potter, executive editor at Thrifty Traveler, joined Odyssey in New York City to discuss how travelers are saving for their flights. Kyle, I'm a little bit surprised by this because I thought that,
2: you know, if demand is up, a lot of people traveling over the holidays, that prices would be up, but not so.
3: No, that's so. Um, you know, we're in the heart of what what we at Thrifty Traveler has have started to call booking season. So it's it's kind of this hangover af- for the airlines after the peak summer when you know airlines could really charge a king's ransom for to get basically anywhere, especially over to Europe this past year. So we're, now we go into this lull where travel demand isn't quite as high. People aren't really thinking about travel, booking those trips for twenty twenty four yet. And before we get into, you know, the chaos of the holiday travel season, so it's, it's really just this sweet spot where, you know, year after year and again, you know, this year in 2023, we're seeing some really great bargains, you know, domestically over to Europe, down to Mexico and the Caribbean, you name it, you know, the deals are out there.
2: Okay, but Kyle, are the are the deals to be had now if you want to get away for Thanksgiving, or you want to get away, say, the week between Christmas and New Year's, or are we talking about bargains if you're booking for the New Year?
3: You know, there, there is still, I would, I would say, you know, getting somewhere for for Thanksgiving. We we missed that window. There are, however, you know, some decent deals out there for. The Christmas and New Year's, but increasingly, you know, we're talking about early 2024, in some cases as as far out as fall 2024. So if you're able to plan ahead a little bit more and capitalize on one of these deals to lock in a cheaper trip for next year, that's the sweet spot we're talking about right now.
2: Okay. And I was reading that some popular overseas places such as Paris, that they are looking to fill their planes. So that is among the places to get a bargain. Where else? What are some other great destinations for the new year?
3: Yeah, you know, uh, Paris is definitely a big one. And, and actually, you could pretty much pick up a dart and throw it anywhere at Western Europe, and you're probably going to get hit somewhere that you can get for cheaper than you could have just a couple of months ago when you were huh. looking at those tickets. So, you know, Dublin is definitely a popular destination and an inexpensive one to get to. Uh, Reykjavik and Iceland, always popular, looking cheaper right now. Amsterdam, London, Rome, Milan. I mean, I could go on and on. I don't want to fill up 10-minute segment of, of <laughs> European destinations. But really, you know, a lot of Western Europe is looking more affordable if you're flexible on where you're going and also flexible on the dates that you go. I mean, you know, really the sweet spot is, is early February, some of March, and then looking out into the fall as well.
0: While passengers may be concerned about stress, experts are warning that aviation workers are feeling it as well. These experts say that a low number of air traffic controllers, long hours for flight crews, and pilots on back-to-back long flights are taking a toll. In the most dramatic example, lawyers for Alaska Airlines pilot Joseph Emerson claim he was suffering from stress, fatigue, and dehydration when he allegedly tried to take down an airplane with 83 passengers on board last month. He was also high on magic mushrooms. Emerson pleaded not guilty to 83 counts of attempted murder, and his case is ongoing in the court system. Pile that on top of a surge in close calls between airplanes in recent months. Including one in Austin, Texas, where a FedEx cargo plane preparing to land came within 100 feet of a Southwest Airlines jet that was just taking off. And you'd understand why some would be worried. Jeff Gazzetti, a retired aircraft accident investigator, joined Odyssey to explain the recent increase in close calls. The chair of the NTSB
4: told the Senate subcommittee today the surge in close calls between planes at airports is a clear warning sign the aviation system is under stress. Jeff, I assume you agree with the chair's assessment? You know... I wouldn't. I listened to to her testimony, and I listened to the whole hearing. I just think it's a bit alarmist. She did cite some increase in the number of serious runway incursions, but, you know, that increase was only over the period of a year. Actually, the, the most serious runway incursions have decreased over the past few years. She cited back to 2011, where there wasn't a whole lot, but that's because the reporting systems weren't as good. So, while there has been a recent spate of these very close runway incursions. I don't think that we need to be reading too much into that. Yes, I agree with her. There is an air traffic controller shortage. Yes, I agree that COVID-19 threw the industry into a bit of a turmoil when we were coming out of it, but I really don't think there's some bad trend that the flying public needs to be concerned about. The FAA and the NTSB are taking the appropriate measures to look into the issue, but I think that aviation is, is... as safe as it's always been. So no surge, but certainly a concern. And with that in mind, what do you think the problem is? Is it an air traffic controller problem? Is it a pilot problem, a technology problem? From my experience as an accident investigator, it's never really one problem. It's a combination of several problems. In some cases, a type of problem might rear its ugly head more than another. But in my view, it's a handful of factors. It's The shortage of air traffic controllers. There's no doubt about that. And it's causing some controllers to work forced overtime. It's the fact that you have newer, less experienced pilots entering the airline industry. It's the fact that there isn't enough good technology out there to prevent these types of uh, closed calls. And there are A whole myriad of uh, other factors that are specific to each individual incident regarding pilot training or how the pilot felt or communication in the cockpit. So it's a combination of factors. How about the air traffic controller shortage? What's behind that? It's government bureaucracy that doesn't allow the FAA to hire more controllers than it needs. So it tries to project the controllers it needs, and it takes many years, two or three years, to get a controller up to be fully capable. So they've always been behind the power curve and getting enough trainees. And then the fact that when they had the shutdown training during COVID, that added uh, an additional factor for the shortage of air traffic controllers. I think the FAA recognizes this. As they testified today before Congress, they're uh, ramping up their hiring and they're trying to think outside the box on how to train more controllers. You also mentioned technology, Jeff. Is there technology in the works that could improve the prevention of runway incursions? The technology is already here. There's systems, ground surveillance systems called ASDX and ASSC. These are systems that have been around for several years. The problem is, is FAA funding by Congress has been inconsistent. So it's it's been difficult for the FAA to continue to purchase these fairly expensive systems and have them installed. But they exist and the technology is only getting better. There's uh, technology that they're starting to use on actual airplanes themselves to help separate them from other airplanes on the ground. So it's a combination of both.
0: When it comes to traveling this holiday season, do us all a favor, relax, leave early, plan to get there late, eat all the snacks required to keep yourself calm. And if something does go wrong, take a lesson from Steve Martin in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles and just think of it as an anecdote. Choose the part of it that's funny or mildly amusing or interesting and use it to entertain when you eventually get where you're going. It might even save you from having to talk about politics. And if you're staying home, more power to you. Our producer Joe Heedy recommends watching the Cowboys lose. Sorry to our friends in Dallas for that one. While on the other hand, Christy Strauser urges you to watch the Lions win on Thanksgiving Day. Detroit deserves it. And I recommend streaming all of the Thanksgiving episodes of Friends in honor of Matthew Perry. But no matter what you do, we want you to know that the team here at the On Deadline podcast want to wish you a very safe and happy holiday. This show is produced by Joe Heady, Christy Strouser, Myron Kaplan, and Bill Smead. I'm Lauren Barry, and I want to say thanks for listening to On Deadline, Odyssey serving of a top news story just for you. Subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts to stay and